What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Living Loud. My name is Shanae, and I'm your host. How's everybody doing? How's everybody feeling? <clears throat> not a not a lot to report over here. We're just getting over COVID, as I believe 80% of the fucking country is. A lot of people out there are getting, uh, getting their positive tests back, eh? No fun. We were lucky over here. Uh, Jeremy was not lucky. He had a toothache at the same time, so that was pretty horrible. But we're all doing okay over here. Got a headache today, but could not let the day get away without recording something because guess what, y'all? It is 1-11. That is 1-1-1. And I wish I could remember who it was who I saw this by. Someone on TikTok. You know, it's easy to go down that TikTok swipe rabbit hole, not know who the hell you're watching. You just watch a million different people in one day. But he said something about how January 11 was three in a six year, 222, 2022, which meant it was three in a six, and those together are nine. Y'all know, 369, that's the magic number right there. So I had to, I had to record something. I had to say hello, even though I haven't been uh, feeling particularly energetic, I will say. Mars is in my 12th house, and it is killing me. Guess what, though? It is ready to move on to Capricorn next... When the hell is that happening? I believe the 13th. I could be wrong. I believe that's right. I haven't checked Ephemeris for a while. I believe that's right. And boy, I cannot wait. Mars is real happy to be in Capricorn. It is practical. It is strategic. It is structural. It is building something, y'all. It is definitely going to feel better. Uh, at least for me, my Capricorn rising ass is not entertained by having Mars in Sagittarius. It is tough for me. But everybody pretty much is going to enjoy having Mars in Capricorn because Mars generally likes being there. So, don't worry, y'all. We're not going to talk too deeply about it, uh, about astrology today. Although, I will say, I have to admit, I'm having a bit of a hard time knowing exactly what to talk about without talking, like, a ton about astrology. It's tough because I'm not sure how much astrology is interesting, especially when it is on a very... I don't know. It's not that it's arbitrary, but it's just that it's not based on anything when I'm just talking out to the ether, you know? So, I mean, I, I'm not able to really talk about specific placements for people. I don't know what your sun sign is, your rising sign, your mercury. I don't know where they all are. And so it's hard for me to know exactly what to talk about if we're not going to talk about astrology too much. So let me know what you guys think about just generally astrological information, if it's interesting for you or what. Today, though, I think we should talk a little bit more about what the heck I actually offer and what I actually do. Just because I know, and don't worry, that's not going to be a very long conversation. This isn't going to be all about me. I want to give you some value, definitely. So don't, no, stick around. But I want to talk a little bit about what the hell I actually do because I want to make sure that you know whether or not this is something that you want to be lingering around for, right? So let's talk a little bit. What the hell does having energetic awareness and uh, personality awareness mean? What does it What does it help, right? Actually, recently I watched a training from Kylie uh, 
Petit. Sorry if I'm saying your name wrong, Kylie. You're a gem. I loved I loved everything about it. I'll link it uh, for anybody who's interested. Her profile on Instagram if anybody's interested in checking her out. But she said, so what? What do you do? So what? Because I realized a lot of people might not realize exactly what that means, right? Like, what's the value in it? What does it matter if you have energetic awareness? What does it matter if you have personality awareness, right? I know myself. I don't need to be taught about myself or do I, right? So what? So what does that matter? So let me talk about this a little bit. What are the benefits of having an awareness around your personality, right? What is the benefit in that? Because we we can say, okay, well... Today's going to offer me some personality awareness. What, what does that actually mean for you? So things that can happen when you have more um, awareness around your personality is that you can feel more connected to your life. So what that means, what does that mean? I guess I should say. How would someone feel disconnected? Well, they can feel disconnected because they could feel like they're going through the motions. They could feel like, well, you know what? This is what's expected of me. This is what my parents expected of me. This is what uh, my college education was for. I got to keep I got to keep doing this because I got the you know, I got the bills. I got this. I got that. You know, I got the expectations. My whole life is built up around me. Right. So you could feel disconnected from your life currently and I could help you see exactly what the priorities are for you. And that might be something that you could gain from personality awareness. What else? You could find what your sole purpose work is. Maybe right now you're just like, you know what? I fucking hate this nine to five grind. I fucking hate it. I can't stand it. I cannot see myself doing this for another year, another five years, another 40 years. I don't know how old you are. It doesn't matter. The point is, is if you are on that hamster wheel and you're like, holy shit, I cannot do this for another, even another year, another six months, I cannot do it. I can help you see exactly what kind of priorities, again, see, I said that word again, the priorities that your personality has. We can go over that. We can talk about it. What else? It can help you stay on track. And that comes a little bit more along with the uh, energetic fluctuation awareness because there are times when it's better to do things than others. And there are times when it's just not a great time to bring on something new. Uh, And you know what? Actually, I'll just give a brief example of that. Mars in the 12th house. <laughs> Mars in the 12th house. That is your motivation. And when it's in the 12th house, it's hidden from you um, and from your body. The energy is not in your body. And so if you know that something like that is coming, it's easier for you to plan ahead in the future. So this is a six-week period. This is not just a week. This is not just two weeks that you can, you know, try to get by, try to put, you know, try to delegate and do all that stuff, right? This is something that if you know ahead of time, it would be really, really nice. Now, some people ask me, hey, isn't that just a self-fulfilling prophecy? You know, this quote unquote uh, alignment is coming. So then you get lazy because, oh, well, there's an excuse for it. Maybe it's possible. But I would ask you to check out my story about how I quit smoking and quit drinking soda and then quit social media addictions, blah, 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 right? I've already talked about this. I would invite you to consider that because I understand that it could look like, you know, a self-fulfilling prophecy. And that might be the case, to be honest. It might be. But I'm not asking you to just be lazy (laughs) when that happens. I'm 
I'm offering you the ability to know when you most likely are going to be feeling really good to take advantage of that so that way your life doesn't fall apart during these times when um, you're not so motivated, when you're not so energetic, when you are more tired, right? So anyways, take it or leave it. Maybe that's not something that you believe in. Maybe you don't think that um, energetic awareness is necessary because you have a very stable energy source. I'm jealous of you. I did not have that. But nonetheless, you could stay on track more uh, with energetic awareness, which is something that I do think is important. You could feel more in control. Now, this could all be an illusion. I am not, (laughs) I'm not God, you guys. I I am aware that maybe this is all, again, another self-fulfilling prophecy, but I feel more in control. And you want to know why that is? I was just talking about this with my best friend the other day. I asked her because she has like free, free access to me all the time, right? She's my best friend. She's earned that right. She's been my life for 20 years. And I mean, we're only 30. (laughs) So we are definitely BFFs, right? So she, she gets to, you know, have free access to me pretty much, you know, just text away from me at any time. And so I asked her, what do you think are the benefits that you get from astrology generally? And if she had, you know, similar things that I've been talking about to say about it. But she also said something interesting about uh, relationships. She says the relationships are where she finds the most value in astrology. And now the reason that I, now these are my words, not hers. I'm not trying to put words in her mouth. What I have decided <laughs> personally is that it makes it really clear why when you start to understand why you are the way you are even if you don't know a damn thing about someone else's natal chart you can start to see the possibilities see the uh, differences that people can have and you can start to see that oh well if i'm this way and i can't do anything to change that i need to learn to love it then i need to learn to love the things about other people that are difficult so as an example my uh my best friend has the very same rising sign as me and we're only two degrees apart which again don't worry about the like details well all that means though is that because we were only born three well actually two months apart yeah two months apart and we have the same rising sign we have a ton of astrology in common and so now i understand why it doesn't mean that it makes our relationship less um you know magical or whatever just because it's explained by something we still had to be brought together by fate. We weren't born near each other necessarily. We were born six hours away from each other, like distance wise, but we still found each other, right? We still, the circumstances of our lives still brought us together. And so it's still magical. It's still amazing. It's still incredible. But having seen that now I can understand why my best friend, like my other best friend from high school, who doesn't have that much in common with me uh, as far as like personality planets that make me who I am or help explain why I have the priorities that I have or why I have the tendencies that I have, they're not compatible. And so now I can understand why it's totally fine for that person to be like at arm's length. And it's fine that we're not closer. We're not meant to be closer. We're not supposed to be closer. And if anything, it'll just, (laughs) can you hear Squib? Oh, he's snoring. If anything, it'll just teach you that like there are people out there who are part of your tribe. Like I know that sounds so cliche. I know that's so overdone, but they're out there because 
like statistically there are a subset of human beings out there that have similar priorities to you and so anyways it can start to make you feel in control in the way that you are able to let go of control and so you feel in control because you start to realize the only thing that you can do is start to love yourself you can start to love your personality and it's it's not it's not like oh well I don't really need to know any of the astrology. I will just start loving myself now. Like, you, I would love for you to try that. Try that if you have no interest in astrology. I don't really know why you're here. <laughs> I'm really happy you are. But just saying, like, if you can do it without knowing any of the details, like, if you can, if you can do it without learning why you have the quirks that you have, that's awesome. I'm jealous. I'm way more analytical than that. I need to know the why. I need to know why in the hell like why do i procrastinate so much why do i why can i work 16 hours in a row and then i cannot work for the next four days like why do i have no motivation to do anything but i know that if i'm just patient sometime in the next probably in the next 24 hours i'm gonna feel some kind of draw to do something and if i don't take advantage of that right when it happens it'll be gone right? Like, why is that? Now I know. Now I know why that is. And it allows me to feel more in control and be like, okay, it's fine. Even though I know this proves to me that I am not in control whatsoever, it allows me to see that I don't need to be in control because there is this like bigger picture. So call it faith if you want. I don't really care what you want to call it. It gives me this, I don't know if it's a pacifier. I don't really care. It gives me the ability to know that I don't have to be in control, but also I cannot miss a call that's for me, right? Because it's like written in the stars or something. I don't want to sound too cliche, but like seriously. Another thing that this kind of brings up in me is that the ability to trust myself, right? Like I was just saying, I just need to have faith that that time is coming. I don't have to, um, hold on a second. Sorry, I needed a drink. I had a cough. I don't have to sit here and criticize the fact that I am not someone who is just like able to just like switch on a light switch and like sit down and be productive. Like I don't have to criticize myself. I just can trust in myself. I can trust that I have the capacity to, you know, to do the thing or whatever. I don't have to criticize that I'm not somebody who um, is is soft spoken and uh, like warm and cozy and I am sarcastic and I don't have to feel bad that I'm like abrupt sometimes and like I have epiphanies and I'm like oh my god I gotta share this with you and I'm gonna yell the whole time like I don't have to feel bad about that I can trust in myself and I can trust that the people that are around me like like me for me because now I'm being myself and I'm not like afraid that I'm gonna lose them because I like stepped out of line or whatever. However, I will say I also have learned boundaries because of this. Now, this is uh, slightly different. This is not necessarily about trusting myself, but it is about trusting my friends. It's about trusting my partner. It's about trusting others. I have a Scorpio moon, and so I'm very suspicious. I can't help it. I, I want to turn that off, but I can't. And so instead of trying to turn it off and, you know, whatever, I can trust in my instincts because I know that they're good, but I can also, that means I can also put trust in my partner. I can also put trust in my friends. I can put trust in my parents. 
And if they don't show up, that's on them. I don't have to make it about me anymore, which I used to. And I mean, don't get me wrong, still working through. But I have that trust now. But now I can see why, right? Now I can see why. Now I have the awareness of my personality to know that, okay, that is why that is, right? That is why that is. And now when it rare, like when, when this like suspicion rears up, I can say, wait a minute. Is this instinct or is this fear, right? And so I can trust in myself. Now, the beautiful thing, too, is that through this process, I already mentioned this before, but through this process of learning my own uh, natal chart, I have realized, uh, what was it, December 7 of 2019, right? It feels like a whole different world now, but uh, on that day, I realized the reason that I had such a hard time with friend, friend groups and friendships because... I had always asked for them to basically act as I act, right? Do as I do. Uh, have the same priorities as I have. Treat, treat me the way that I treat you. Um, but that's not, that's not fair, unfortunately. As I was talking about, like, it's, that's just not really the way people are. And, and they shouldn't be that way necessarily even. But for a really long time, I tried to stifle that, right? So, like, even as far back, I remember, I remember one of the very first times that somebody told me to simmer down. And I think I was in, I was either in second, third or fourth grade. Um, and so that's very young. I mean, that's very young. Those are formative years, definitely of your life. And, uh, one of my best friends, his sister told me to simmer down and I don't even remember what I was talking about, but I, I was in fourth grade. (laughs) So, I mean, I was probably just excited about something silly, and I was probably shouting because I, I just talk loud. I just, that's just how I am. And I'm aware that there are probably people out there that are like, I'm the opposite of that. I cannot handle loud noises. I cannot be around somebody who is so, um, I don't even know like <laughs> what the word is, but like, you know, boisterous or whatever. Like, that's fine. But like, I also just don't think that we're compatible to be around each other. And that's fine because I can't turn this off. I don't want to turn this off, nor do I want you to have to struggle through it and like suffer through it. So we just shouldn't be friends. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person, but I had to work through that. I mean, that was, that was, how old are you when you're in third grade? Like eight, seven, eight, something like that. Um, and then, and then at 14, I had a boyfriend who was like, you are really loud. Nobody cares what you're talking about. Nobody needs to hear our conversation. You need to like simmer down and be quiet. And then over time, people just were like, man, you were just too much. Right. I know I said this in the last podcast episode, but this is a big thing. This is, this is really what brought me to us to, to astrology and personality awareness. And I, it, the day that I was, we were at, I was at Christmas and Tacos with my best friends, and we were just talking outside. This was back when I smoked, so I was outside smoking a cigarette, and I was probably drinking, so I was, like, really fired up and, you know, happy and whatever, and I just, it dawned on me that the reason that I have such a problem is because I lure people in with my Taurus nature, and I'm loyal to people, and I'll be there, and I'll do anything that I can in order to help you, and with my Scorpio moon, I'm so loyal. I'm loyal to a fault. I will, again, give you any any possible thing that I have at my res- in my resources. I will make yours, 
And then I hit them with that Aries Mercury and they are like, whoa, chill out, bro. But I can't. I literally can't. And so that is why I started to realize, like, I can't turn this off. I don't want to turn this off. I shouldn't have to turn this off. Hold on. Okay, sorry. Jeremy just got off work. He just called me. Okay, anyways, I don't really remember where we were. But the point is, is basically, I don't want to change. I don't want to change. I don't want people to have to I don't want people to change to be around me. Like, to me, that feels fake. Like, I wouldn't want a friend who wasn't being themselves around me. Now, that's not to say that every single part of you is for every single friend. Again, honestly, there's actually different planets that are for different things, right? It's going to take a really long time for a, person, for a person to get to know my Scorpio moon. I will keep that hidden because that's a very deep part of me. Almost nobody gets to know my Venus because that's how I love people. So very few people get to get to know that side of me. And so... I mean, we're all very complex beings, but Mercury is pretty out there. That is how you communicate with people. That's how your mind works. And if that's how your mind works and that's how you're communicating with people, they have to they have to like that about you or they I mean, they don't. Obviously, there are people in your life who you can't get away from. Like you don't choose your coworkers, you don't choose your neighbors, you don't choose your family. I get that. At the same time, though, you should still should not have to censor those things like those. You shouldn't you should do your best for, you know, your coworkers and your and your relationships with your neighbors and whatnot. But I'm just saying, like, if it's a friendship, I don't want you to censor your Mercury. I want you to be honest with me so that way I can decide if I want to have an honest relationship with you. And so anyway, in December, I realized like, oh, my gosh, that is how I that's how I communicate with people. That's who I am. And if they don't like that, they're not my friend. And that's okay. Not every single person needs to be my friend. And so I started this process of healing my perception of myself. And that allowed me to find validation in myself. Now, I mean, I don't really care if that sounds like entitled. Like, I do think that you should be entitled to validation of your personality it's who you are you don't pick it I don't really know if I believe in nature versus nurture all I know is what I've seen working through me through my friends through my family through my you know relationships that I've had I've seen this happening and I've seen different things work and different things not and it's fine that they don't work it's fine if this person is not your best 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 friend it's fine if that person is not your perfect soulmate man it's fine and you know what you don't need to know astrology in order to like heal and validate certain parts of your personality you can just decide right I'm reading this book it's an older book from Tony Robbins. It's from 91. It's I think it's called Awaken the Giant or Awaken the Inner Giant or Awaken the Giant Within or something like that. But he's talking about how you just decide, right? You just decide things. Tony Robbins is not necessarily a spiritual entrepreneur. He's not necessarily, uh, I have no idea if he's interested in astrology or not. It doesn't matter. What he's talking about in this book is about making decisions and it's about just deciding and if and it's fine if you have the capacity and the ability to just make a decision and just be like I decide right now to accept myself radically I love that for you I love that I love that for everybody I want to do that <laughs> but astrology gives uh, people like me and maybe people like you the ability to rationalize it and see it for what it is and for to see it as something that is you know, it's not that we can't get better. It's not that we can't do better, right? Like it gives us the, 
the ability to see how we have parameters in our life that we can work around and like use them to our benefit and we can start letting go of things. So you have, through personality awareness, you have the ability to heal so that way you can find validation in yourself and in your instincts. And this is another way that you can free yourself from self-doubt, right? Like I used to doubt myself so much. I still do, obviously. I'm still young. I'm still gaining world experience and, and learning about what I'm supposed to be doing and how I'm supposed to be spending my time. And, you know, my instincts are, you know, right, you know, I know that my instincts are right on. I don't know if it's women's intuition or, you know, the the divine feminine or like my spirit guides or if it's just my Scorpio moon. I don't really care. The point is, is I know that my instincts are good. And if you don't, or if you're lucky enough to not be spending your entire uh, childhood and, and teen years and, you know, your even even into young adulthood, if you're lucky enough to not be continuously shutting them down, then you probably have good instincts too. But this allows you to listen to your to yourself and free yourself from self-doubt. And that's another thing, I guess that, that goes to both of them. That goes to having personality awareness and knowing that your personality was given to you for a reason. Regardless of what it, what the reasoning was, regardless of whether or not you're a good person or a shit person, if you do, you know, more net net good than bad, net bad than good. I mean, Dr. Wayne Dyer has said, you know, even bad people are doing their, are playing their role. A lot of people get triggered by that. A lot of people don't like hearing that their abusers are playing the right role in, in their life. But guess what? <laughs> they probably are. And some people, there are bad people out there, man. There are, there are people out there who are doing really poor things to the planet, really poor things to their families, really, really horrible things, you know, whether that's um, at a high level, you know, with, you know, corporate you know, greed and, you know, poverty, just like poverty wages and, you know, whatever. Or if this is, you know, being a, being a sexual abuser, like my, you know, I was a victim of sexual abuse. Or if it's abandoning your children. I mean, I was also abandoned. Whether or not those things are um, deemed good or bad by our society or by any individual person, they shaped who I am and the message that I have to give. And that in and of itself is is frustrating, uh, you know, from the outside, but empowering from the other side. And so I can f- free myself from the self-doubt that plagues so many people. Maybe not everybody. I know that there are people out there that are confident that they're living their they're living their mission, they're living their sole purpose, they're doing exactly what they need to do. But there are a lot of people out there who are just stuck in these hamster wheels, they're stuck in the rat race, they're one paycheck away from being homeless, or you know, one sorry, one paycheck away from or one emergency, I guess I should say, one emergency away from being homeless and they're stuck in jobs they don't even like doing that and they see people that are homeless on the street and they are just a reminder of what could happen if they get out of line, right? I saw that as a comment on TikTok earlier. Apparently there's a lot of people who are camping uh Camping is a is not the correct word for it, but I don't really know what else to call it when you're living on the um, the street in a tent. But 
somebody in the comments had said this is just a reminder for all of the people who are working jobs that they can't stand paycheck to paycheck just as a reminder that if they get too far out of line that that could be them and that that was really um anyways I'm getting very sidetracked but the point is is like you can free yourself from self-doubt if you start to see exactly what your personality supports, exactly what starts to feel in alignment with you. And if you're not sure, I can help. I can help with that. Your astrology chart shows you where are your priorities? What is it that you want to do? Where is it that you want to be spending your time? How is it that you want to be working? How is it that you want to be creating? How is it that relationships work for you? How is it that you can get ahead, right? That is what your astrology chart is for. Your astrology chart isn't just for like, you know, Oh, the novelty of like knowing like I'm a Taurus sun, so this means that and whatever. And I'm, you know, an Aries, so I'm outspoken. Like it's, that's part of it. But there's a lot more of it that's a lot more helpful. You can start listening to your instincts and start untangling exactly where your priorities are. So you can start doing your sole purpose work, right? You can start figuring out exactly what a perfect relationship looks like, right? And and a lot of it is compromising. A lot of it is knowing that, hey, this stuff is not necessarily easily changed, right? I can't just stop being the way that I am. You can't just stop being the way that you are. Basically, what it boils down to is it gives you the confidence that you can use these particular bits of knowledge to actually build confidence and level up in your life. That's what it's all about. It's finding the next level. It's knowing where you're trying to go. It's figuring out what feels good. It's figuring out what feels bad. It's starting to, I again, I think this this word alignment is very cliche but it is about aligning yourself to the energies that were built into you when you were born god i know that sounds really dramatic but it's true damn it it's true so that is what i have to say i guess today about what are the possibilities with uh personality awareness and energy uh and energy fluctuation awareness we didn't talk that much about energy fluctuation today but just know that that's also a thing it mostly boils down to what exactly is going on right now in the planets and how is that affecting me as a person and that's going to be a very um personal you know, a personal thing. It's going to be different for everybody. Uh, and, and honestly, you can figure that out by just keeping a really, uh, really detailed journal. But, uh, you know, not every single cycle is a year long. Um, basically, only uh, one of them is, is a year long, I guess, too, if you count Mercury. Um, but again, you could you could start to follow this with, um, you know, a really detailed journaling, but it's not uh, quite that easy, unfortunately. So, we can talk more about energy fluctuations another time and exactly what uh, it, that looks like as far as like if you were just like any um, individual person, what that might look like. But for now, suffice it to say that your personality is very unique. It is very, it's perfect the way it is. It's doesn't, it's not perfect for every single person. And that's why we start to feel like we are flawed. That's why we start to feel like we are doing the wrong thing and saying the wrong things. And that's because you know, you're not perfectly compatible with every single person. You're not compatible with every person that you have to deal with in a day. You're not, you're possibly 
horribly compatible with your mother or your father or your sibling. You could be horribly compatible with your um, neighbors, with your, you know, authorities at work, your bosses, your teachers. You could be horribly compatible with, you know, your partner's, your partner's best friend or your best friend's partner. And that makes for things very, that makes things very complicated. And if you can start to build an awareness around the different types of personalities there are out there, you can start to, you know, relax, start to calm down. So that's what I have for you today. Let's just chat. Hold on. Jeremy's calling back. Okay. He needed to know what kind of dog treats that we need to buy for Squib. So anyways, <laughs> I just want to let you guys know that I recently opened up a Facebook group in there. We're going to be doing challenges. Um, we're going to be, they're mostly going to be free in there. Of course, they do have a paid program as well that can help you understand your chart. So if you're interested in that, send me a DM. But mostly what I wanted to tell you guys about today was the Facebook group. It's called Living Loud. You can find a link to it in the show notes. So that way you can get joined and you can start participating in our community over there there will be challenges starting uh probably in february that's my guess it's going to be february so get on over there so that way you can be notified of it right away so you don't miss out um and then also i just wanted to let everybody know that i just released 50 plus journaling prompts for self-growth it's totally free you can grab it in the in the show notes you can also find it in the facebook group if you are more apt to find it there but yes, it's all based on the natal chart houses, so you don't need to know anything about your astrology. It's not even necessarily about astrology. It's just based on the houses, which are all based on different parts of your life. So there is a huge variety of different kinds of prompts. You could pick one for every week and still have some left over at the end of the year. So go check those out. They're totally free. All you need to do is give me your email. Of course, you can unsubscribe at any time, but I promise never to spam you or to sell your email. So yeah, head on over there, grab those journaling prompts, get some more um, insight about what the hell is going on in your life. And of course, as always, send me a message. I love to hear about it if you guys are listening to this take a screenshot send it on over to the stories on instagram tag me i'd love to see it i'd love to shout you out um, but otherwise i think that's all i got we'll see you guys next time on living loud peace <laughs>